Hey everyone, welcome back to One <clears throat> Shot at a Time. Okay, hold on. Okay, holding on. Okay. Holding yeah. on? Yeah. Are we good? Okay. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Hold on? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Welcome. Hey. Okay, hold on. Okay. Yeah. This is the remix. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome back to One Shot at a Time, yeah. a tabletop role-playing game. Uh. It's a podcast. I've already done this bit before, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, no, no. Yeah, you were on my hype man that one time. Right, right, right. Okay, we don't yeah. need that bit again. Uh-huh. Okay. It, it wasn't really that funny anyways. <laughs> okay, hey, everyone. Welcome back to One Shot at a Time, a tabletop role-playing game podcast where we take a random prompt and turn them into a one-shot adventure. This season, we're working on Fabula Ultima, a JRPG-inspired tabletop role-playing game. Why am I saying this? Even though I keep telling myself I'm going to add an intro and outro, it's because I, seven- I have not. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it eventually. Wow. Yeah. Hi, by the way, uh, I'm joined today by Daniel Lee. Why does it sound like I'm not, I'm Daniel Lee, you're the regular guest on this podcast, or I'm, I'm not even a guest, I'm like a co-host, I'm always on it. Yeah, yeah, I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel Lee, I forget, right, okay. I'm I just trying to mix it up. Today I was introducing you first, well, you just introduced myself. You put the, you put, oh, okay, I see. Have you introduced yourself yet? Oh, right, yeah. My name is Daniel Locke, I'm your Forever Game Master, although I feel like that title at this point is probably not correct, because I've been playing a lot more than DMing. yeah. Oddly yeah, enough. Eh. True, true. But I mean, it's just kind of like, it's more like a personality trait rather than like yeah. a status. It's yeah. just kind of like... I have to lead and be in control of the world. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's like, I, I can't just be, I can't react to other people. I have to be the one causing harm and oh, sure, turmoil sure, sure. to yeah, yeah, the players. Yeah. Right, shout outs to Hitler. <laughs> oh, jeez, are you calling me Hitler? Is, was Hitler a DM? Is that what you're saying? You're literally Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the dar- the d- darkest dungeon master of, of all time. <laughs> okay. He did have a lot of dungeons. He did have, yeah, you could probably qualify. Anyways. Uh, back to the show. We are going to work on Fabula Ultima. Yeah, today's inspiration comes from World War II. Yeah, World War II. Uh, we're working with, uh, I think we're planning on taking stock to kind of catch up on all the things we have, where sure. all the Chaos Emeralds are. <clears throat> yeah. And then work on, I believe, the final Chaos Emerald, which is the Ice one. Yeah, and breaking news, I just we're just in. We're apparently on the last Emerald. Yeah, so that's kind of crazy. Yeah, just in time for the holiday season. So yeah. p- picking them up, 50% off on Black Friday. Okay, great. Actually, Black Friday already happened by the point this comes out. True, yeah. Did you, you buy anything for Black Friday? No, I was cleaning. I was actually cleaning a lot. Oh, this is my okay. first year I didn't go out for Black Friday. Cause, really? Yeah, as a kid, I used to always like, you know, when you're in high school, you're like, oh, we can go out at night? On Black Friday? Right, right, right. Honestly, great times. Yeah, great times. I, my favorite time was still that time we ended up at a Haunch's restaurant. Yeah. His okay. place, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that, that was the same night that we kind of just like met each other through two different friend groups yeah. being at the same, okay, yeah, At yeah, Chandler yeah, yeah. Mall, we were just like, oh, what are you doing yeah. here? What are you doing here? Oh, that's a crazy deep cut. Chandler Mall. So yeah. that's to Chandler Mall. Anybody yeah. listening to this from Chandler Mall right now? <laughs> Specifically just inside? tweet about it. Yeah, tweet about it. Oh my God. Chandler Mall has changed quite a bit since our youth. It's really? like much more like anime stores. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of anime stores in okay. there now. that's it's- probably every mall, right? Because, I mean, just, like, that's what sells at this point. Probably, yeah. Because only, realistically, like, middle to high schoolers and a few college kid weaves show up at malls. Right, 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 yeah. Though, though in Arizona, it's probably the only place to really hang out with AC for free, but yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. That Yeah, that makes sense. Anyways, um, let, let's take stock yeah, of all our Extremely uninteresting audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're just, like, we're, like, we're just reminiscing about our past for, like, five minutes. Maybe, like, two people that listen to this will be like, oh, yeah, I used to also go to that. Yeah, the, the two people that actually, Which like... Which is, like, 10% of the listener base, Yeah, honestly, to be fair. It's actually yeah. kind of impressive. Yeah, but Richard never listened to it, was there, so right, he doesn't know. Right. So it doesn't matter. The only Richard. listener that matters, really. Exactly, yeah, is Richard. Yeah, yeah, Okay, right. so, um, taking stock. A- okay, we, we, should, we should pull up a diagram and then just kind of, like... A diaphragm? We should pull up our diaphragm and be like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no. We were singing a... Uh, sh- see if you can guess that song based off Daniel singing. the thing that hangs up and hits like a bunch of fancy lights on the ceiling. You're trying really hard not to peek, too. That's actually pretty impressive. Oh, it's, it came up. Yeah, okay. Anyways, great audio again. Once again, just talk about audio levels. That's how this works. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Audio. I'm kind of... I got body odor. <laughs> I'm so... Burr, because I don't drink alcohol. That's why I hang out right, at enough. the mall. Oh, All right, okay. good vamping. I got the guy. <laughs> good vamping. Uh, uh, just do a bad freestyle real quick. I got to Google something. All right, so I got a picture of all of the Chaos Emeralds in right. different Seven levels Emeralds of resolutions. Yep. Sure. 
Wow, I like the one that you can tell it was like a camera shot of a screenshot from a Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> it does look like that. And then someone's selling Chaos Emeralds Whoa, on yeah. Amazon. Okay, that's crazy. So you crazy. just buy them, yeah, and with it has five the, rings. And five rings, yeah. That's that. Wait, that's actually kind of sick. You should get me that for Christmas. Okay, I will. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send that to Richard for Christmas. Okay. Richard, if you can DM me your address later. Yeah, we'll send you some Chaos Emeralds and five rings. Yeah. Um, and I'll sign you up for some weird, like, you know. Wasn't uh, Five Rings like a song by Ariana Grande and then she got like shit for it because it sounded like barbecue or something in Japanese because she got like the Chinese characters tattooed on her? What? Okay. Maybe... Oh, no, I vaguely remember this. Yeah. This... In fact, we might have talked about this on the podcast. At some point, yeah. About like how. This must have been really topical like two years ago. Yeah. yeah. This is for all of our older fans that have stayed with us so long. Sure, sure. Yeah. Thank you for. Yeah, they're going to love this callback. <laughs> Two seasons later. Okay, anyways, um, so we're looking at a Google image search result for some emeralds. And so the emeralds we have are, uh, let's just, we'll just go from the top counterclockwise and then to the center. Okay, so we have lightning. We have fire. Brown is lightning? Is oh, yeah, yellow is lightning. Yellow is lightning. Okay, yeah, so yeah. yellow, we have the, lightning. There's well, a yellow. It's just this image looks like shit, so. No, but I thought purple was our lightning. No, oh. purple is our dark emerald because we have yeah. dark and light. We okay, have dark cool. and light. Yeah, yeah. So yellow. See, this one looks more yellow than the other. Great. Okay, but that's which... also that looks like some deviant art shit. Okay. So I can't trust that. Well, deviant art is where Sonic thrives. Shit, you're right. Well, it's not Sonic. It's Sonic OC. Yeah. And Specifically, not steal. Sonic is why. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so we have lightning. <laughs> this is so incomprehensible. I know. We okay, have yeah, yeah. You emerald. take it away. Take it away. We have lightning emerald. We have fire emerald. We have ice emerald. Can you take it from the top, but give me the colors as well? Okay. So we have a brownish yellow one. That is lightning. We Great. have red, maroon. Yeah, make this as confusing as you can for someone <laughs> listening to this. Okay, it's a color code 1i053. Yeah, give me the RGBs, please. <laughs> yeah, the RGB know. values. Okay. And then also give me the hex uh, code for it. Okay, so after the fire emerald, we have this like very light blue aqua-looking emerald that is our ice emerald. That's our water emerald, right? No, no, our oh, water no. emerald is the dark blue aqua okay, emerald fuck. in the center. Take this back from the top again. Jesus Christ, how many times Okay, no, no, let's just make this really simple... Okay, just give me the color and then give me the element. Okay. We got yellow, lightning. Sure. Red, fire. Right, logical. Aqua, ice. Yep. Purple, darkness. Yep. Because that's an element, I guess. Green, uh -huh. earth. Yep. Tree, wood, whatever. And then white for light. Light. Yep. And then center dark blue for water. Okay, great. That's seven emeralds. Yeah. With their elements assigned. Yes. Uh, do we want to make the? We can. Oh well, no. Let's let's save the kind of like summary episode for later. So basically, today we're going to be finishing off the last emerald we don't have with. No, not aqua. Yeah, the the light blue. Ice, the, yeah, yeah, aqua. The yeah. ice emerald. Yeah. So well, let's take stock of kind of like where the party would be at at this point, right? Because I guess we've basically established that there is going to be like. Or we're going to house the emeralds in yeah. the Magic City. Yeah, I mean, they just got gaslit by, like, the Light Emerald. Right, they and got Ghost Lantern. The, yeah, Ghost Lantern. So they're in the Magic Kingdom at this oh, point. Oh, well, I mean, they've made friends with the Light Crystal at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're so, buddies now. Right, so now they kind of just have, like, this yeah, his, chow garden of emeralds. Yeah, his name is just out there. Lighty. Didn't we have a name for him? It was something really... Oh, no, it was, like, Gawain... Yeah, Gawain Owinga or something. Owinga. Yeah, 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 yeah. So his name is Gawain Owinga, and he is the Light Chaos Emerald, and he's right. joined your party. He, he's... Probably the most sentient one of all of them, for some reason. Well, I mean, I assume my my take on it was like they're all basically just like uh like guardian spirits, oh, a yeah. la Symphonia, mm -hmm. where they kind of just like reside in the emerald and they're like a manifestation of like the the world's power of that element. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So so you house them all there. I think it's probably going to be kind of like a up to you sort of thing in terms of like whether they're they're like housed within some kind of like storage thing that is like a secure storage for them. I actually like the chow garden thing. They just like yeah, all they, live they're in just hanging out, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can give them little energy crystals and and animals and right. they can extract their about essence. Chaos drives. Yeah, chaos drives. Yep. Thank you. For and the... small animals for some reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. That they extract their essence and gain their physical attributes. Okay, so I this is full tangent. I am convinced that it's not possible to like raise a chow to adulthood in that game because I've never. To so adulthood? Love it. Yeah. What's considered adulthood for you? Uh, well, I mean, because they change forms, right? There's like a baby. Yeah. And then like there's a baby that I think they grow wings. Yeah, you can go angelic or demonic. Right. And then, but then there's also like adult chow that you can like there's an go adult up chow in like the karate tournaments and stuff. Yeah, like like, a teenage chow. They get like these weird long bodies. It's it's very. Hold very, on, I gotta uh, look at this up. Like keep vamping. Okay, vamp great. 
All right, yo, yo, I was in my chow garden when I was around 10 years old. Yeah, because that's when I played my GameCube. It was connected to the tube. That's what we called TVs back then, back when. That was when my stack of 10 DVDs was by the TV. Perfect, thank you for the vamp. Great, yeah, right, you We got the chow life cycle here. So we have child chow, right. cocoon, adult chow, cocoon, yep. okay. come back to life or die. Oh, that's That sad. is dark. Okay, so there was never, you, yeah, you, you could not raise an adult. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, no, you could. Well, the adult Wait, is just a darker color. Oh. So, okay. And then Someone they needs die. to explain to me. Okay, well, first I'll explain to the listener, if you're, if you're in case you're completely lost. In Sonic Adventure Battle 2, there yeah. was a kind of system where you raise like a little pet guy. His name was, well, they were called Chows. Mm-hmm. And they're in these little eggs. Yeah, it's just like a life sim. But there's this mini game where you can like send your chow to participate in like a kung fu tournament or a race or a where race. they climb a mountain and fall to their deaths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then and then if they don't die, um, they end up running against like these because like your chow kind of looks like a weird like pudgy baby. Yeah. But then there's like these weird, like long, lanky adult looking chows. Are you sure it wasn't just like a mutated chow with like specific animal attributes? No, it Maybe, well, this could be another uh, corner where I just remember things wrong. But yeah, go ahead and look that up. I'm looking up Chow Garden Final Boss. Oh. Well, um, I don't think that's a thing. Just look up, like, um, Chow Garden, like, uh, tournament. Karate tournament? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait. No, they all look pudgy. I mean, I, I probably have to do some deep dive into this. Yeah, anyways. So, this we'll, is... <laughs> let, we'll leave this to our listener base, okay? You know so, Richard, <laughs> Richard, why don't you... Uh, figure out, like, fact check us, send right, it back to go, us in Discord, yeah. and then we will tweet about it later when we find out we're wrong. Great. Have you been tweeting? Uh, I tweet our episodes release. Oh, okay, cool. And then when we go to cons, which we aren't going to anyone anytime soon, I believe. Nice, nice. Maybe TayoCon in January. Honestly, I don't know. There's been sure. a lot of, uh, I've been hearing a lot of weird things about TayoCon, which really? we'll talk about later. Let's air it right now. Yeah, TayoCon. Just, just spilling all that tea? Nah. <laughs> it's all good. Okay, cool. Anyways, I think we were about, okay, so. We took stock. Yes. We have all our emeralds. We got stock. Yeah. Shout out to I think technically the Forest Emerald. I think the Forest Emerald is still technically with the Yimika tribe, but I'm sure you can either convince them to come over or just say that they decided to join hands oh. with the Human Alliance to face against the mental right, apocalypse right. coming. I mean, yeah, you'll probably have like a, you know, you can probably do a side story or just kind of say like, yeah. And meanwhile, while you were out doing this thing, while you were out getting Ghost Lanterned, mm-hmm. the Yimikans also came in and they realized the threat that is being posed to them. Or, you know, like, they're even, you could have the robots kind of, like, mobilizing on their lands, mm-hmm. and then they're like, okay, we need to fall back, and then we need your protection. Yeah, it could definitely be an extra side story if you wanted to add that in, where yeah. you go and fight with them to get them back. But I feel like at this point, we did a Yumika thing. We don't need to revisit yes. the super buff boys and indeed, their animal indeed. companions. Yes. Um. So we but, have all yeah. the emeralds here. So, yeah, exactly. And they, then... They live in the child garden. There's there's some kind of, you know, like, you're getting some bonus for having them there. Mm-hmm. There's some kind of, like, build, city builder bonus thing over time. Yeah, you can either do, like, from equipment standpoints, they have a lot of equipment customizations within Fabula yep. Ultima. I like the idea of, like, each element attri- adding, like, an attribute to your weapons or your abilities. Yep. Great modifiers. Yep. Giving or you, giving yeah. you extra turns or illusions. Or, like, just, of... like, skill levels and stuff. Or you just can, you can give them, like, pseudo level, level ups. They're yeah, just, and, like, buffing their skills. And there's a lot of elementalist spells, so, like, if True. you yep. want to pass them on throughout to each player, in a different way while still giving an elemental list like a buff somehow be yep. a great way to do it um just theory crafting here but indeed now that we have them all in the kingdom now they have to find the last one which is at the ice domain yes which i would say yeah is because of the holiday season okay we should holiday theme it up yeah i'm i'm imagining it's just going to be a pretty straightforward like this is the snow area and there's an ice crystal here. Yeah. Also, welcome to Santa's warehouse. Oh, the elf <laughs> angle, eh? Yeah. Are we going to go elf angle? Well, like, yeah. What is... Are we going to have a beast tribe here again? We'll start with that. Is that is that kind of like the vibe for this world? Like, every world has like a sort of primordial beast tribe that guards it? What's the snow beast tribe? What would be... Like, because we have like buff dudes for forest. Sure. We have mermen for water, which is pretty straightforward. Yep. We have electric spirit golems yep kind of yeah basically like electricity yeah. spirits yeah so what what would be the equivalent for ice and snow um yeah we're, we have a pretty blank slate here right yeah. like there isn't really anything like tying this region to another region mm-hmm. so well okay let's let's start from this then so we, we 
we are in accordance that there is going to be some kind of beast tribe here, right? Yeah. So let's think about like what this region is to the rest of the world, right? Like, is it super remote? Is it, you know, like so far away or like so, um, you know, like surrounded by dangerous uh, geography that it's just like fully unknown to the rest of the world? Yeah. Or is it it kind of just like it's, you know, on the outskirts and it's kind of accessible? No, no, I like the earlier approach where it's like it is this area is like dangerous. Like only the elite of adventurers have ever gone there and most of them don't come back. So maybe some like super high mountains. Yeah. Well, we already did a mountain thing for uh, the electric place so instead of mountains true, yeah what if it was just like a, f- a di- like a deep hole yes. into the earth but it's just like s- like that's where all the snow oh. is it's like cold it's like frozen like you you jump oh, into like a okay. cenote or something and then what like is that? it's like a big hole in mexico where like essentially there's like a pool of water at the bottom ah. but instead of pool of water it's just snow and ice okay so you're just like jumping down into like this ice cavern yeah ice caverns i'm feeling that you feeling the caverns okay yeah okay so, so instead of going up, we're going down. Okay, yeah. No, that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, so what kind of what kind of inhabitants would we have here in, in Ice Caverns? Yeah, kind of like Abominable a abominable snowman. Yeah, just straight up like a kind of like a beast Dragons? man kind of vibe. Dragons? There could be lizard people underground. Lizard people? Maybe it's like a kobold kind of thing. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm I'm really open to anything. But but basically it's going to be well, let's think of it like this. Like for this adventure. What are you feeling is, like, the vibe of the plot? Like, are you going to have NPCs that are just, like, easily approachable and talkable to? Like, are they going to be able to facilitate speech? Nah, this is, like, a fucking desolate, like, survival scenario. Okay, yeah. So you'll just kind of have, like, weird glimpses of, like, oh, what's that figure in the distance? Mm -hmm. And then eventually you will discover that there's kind of, like, a... I guess they would be more kind of, like, scavengers then, right? Yeah, or dead frozen adventurers or something. Just, like, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I want this place not to be like... Because the other areas is like, oh, you come here and you visit like a group of people and you can right, get right, help right. you. This one's the exact opposite. This is just okay. the wasteland of hell. Yeah, no, I like that. It really matches the kind of like frozen tundra, like mm-hmm. desolate landscape vibe. Okay, sweet. Um, Then it will be something like... I mean, do we want to just kind of like play the cliche and go like Wendigos? Or we could even go like... Uh... Oh, should they just be robots that were left behind? Like, do you remember that game, okay. uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever? Yes, yes. That kind of feel like they're just robots. They're robotic they're, animals. Yeah, robotic animals that have gone rogue. Um, what do you think? Okay, so here's a weird question. What is the relationship between, like, the sort of nature of our two-world system, right? Where it was, like, it used to be one... Wait, hang on, I'm forgetting my own lore. No, no, it was. it's always... Okay, so there's two worlds, and it's kind of just, like, a cycle of reincarnation between the worlds. Yeah. So, okay, never mind. There's no relationship between the fact that there used to be, like, an ancient race of high-technology dudes and the fact that there are, like, native beast tribes to the world. Like, they didn't get introduced through any means. They were just no. kind of always there. Yes. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So, so I guess in that way, it would the question would be, like, why would there be, like, a robotic race of, you know, like, native beast tribe people to the world? Unless it was, like, they were like superseded by technology or something and have been living dormant or something like that. Well, we had the idea that like the metal city was from like that previous technological race. Right. 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 So I was thinking that in this scenario, the robot beasts that like roam on their own have developed like their own AI system and they're separate from that group, but they were originally born from them. They were just the left behinds. And because of the icy region, and the disturbance of being underneath in a cavern, they don't get uh-huh. the signal strength from Metal City. So if they ah. did leave, they would get control. But in here, they're protected from. Oh, okay. The connection. There's a poor connection. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have enough 4G bars. No, I. Okay, so it's funny. Like, I actually really love that idea because I used to like really play with this concept of like. What if, you know, like when AI takes over the it's world, It's funny right? I like your idea because <laughs> yeah. I usually hate usually, it. Usually they suck, but this one's really cool because it reminds me of an idea that I made, which I always like. <laughs> um, no, but like, if you think about kind of like, you know, like the singularity, right? Like AI takes over everything, everything becomes mm-hmm. roboticized. Yes. I kind of like the concept that, you know, like the only thing preventing robots from sort of taking over every reach of the world is that like the further they get from the core of the hive mind... Mm-hmm like the less sort of like cloud computing power they're able to utilize. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of a cool concept to be like, 
Yeah, this is just like a race of bio organic. Wait, no, no, that's bioorganic just means actually organic. Yeah, yeah, no. Techno organic. Yeah, techno organic. Yeah, yeah, wild techno organic with like barely any any signal strength to function, but they're right. So like they they kind of achieved their own sentience away from the sort of control of whatever was like making them warlike. But oddly enough, it's like a very wild, like uh, prehistoric style of like dinosaur level of history, where it's like we just kill to survive kind of thing yeah 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 right they they just they're kind of reduced to like their base level of programming which Mm -hmm. is just like eat to survive Mm -hmm. consume would they eat flesh um yes because maybe what the the way or maybe the way they work is that they consume other materials and they break it down and then they it adds to their body kind of like a parasite yeah okay so then I assume, there, I mean, there would have to be like an ecosystem down here, right? So there, yes. there would be plenty of like wild animals and stuff. Either wild other animals or just wild other robots that they consume. Because they can consume anything and break it down. Oh, They have like a okay. magic so, okay. gut, I guess. Okay, I like this. So so let's just kind of lean into the Horizon Zero Dawn nature mm-hmm. of this area. And then what that is kind of leading me to conceptually is that like... Maybe there is some kind of central thing that was kind of like the progenitor of all of like the the robotic forms of the beasts. Because mm-hmm. I assume I don't actually know Horizon Zero Dawn lore that nope, well, but like, but like basically it's like we tried to make uh like robotic life forms that were able to you know like sustain themselves and create new life, mm-hmm. and then that meant that like it started imitating real life, and then we basically got like. We were left with nothing but robotic animals after, okay. like, you know, everything died. Yeah. I assume that's how it works? Something like that. I've um, never played the game. So I guess it would be something like there is something that started to create these robotic versions of things, and then the robots, the robots, robots, um, started to basically, like, become the primary, uh, like, life force there, mm-hmm. and then they started to kind of, like, you know, uh, eke out the other races or mm-hmm. the other animals there, and then they became just, you know, like, they basically, like, took over that area like humans took over earth for sure so i guess the question here is like what is the core like what is this what is the thing that sparked everything right the big bang for them which i think is going to be the chaos emerald right the ice chaos emerald yes somehow fell into this cavern maybe like historically in the lore it was being carried for like some other use but it was dropped in this cavern as with all things Mm -hmm. and it bonded maybe to a specific uh, robotic robot here, or it itself created this frozen tundra domain, and that freezing aspect causes the robots to be unable to, one, get the signal that they need, but two, mm-hmm. um, it maybe allowed them to evolve into being able to procreate or just split their split their sure. bodies. Yeah, Like, when they consume enough material, they gain the ability to just, like, um, what is it, Mr. Sinister split or like, yeah. um, they're like, they're like sponges or a starfish. They're like asexual and they can split. Oh, is that how? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is how they work, right? Yeah. It's something like that. Yeah. I'm sure. So, like, the goal of these creatures is to kind of consume and, like, just like uh, normal animals on Earth, like, right. to re- pr- reproduce. Yeah. Yeah. They just kind of, have, like, yeah, the instinctual survival instincts. Yeah. Yeah. And part of their ability to procreate comes from the ability to just split after consuming enough materials they just split in half gotcha oh okay. so we do have a yeah. fun enemy to deal with because like if you're fighting a monster and then all of a sudden they do enough damage to you suddenly uh. there's another one that just comes off of them ah uh, yeah okay so it's like it's siphoning health from you right for damage, right right creating another one based off that health pool it's down with its attack which is a fun mechanic that's pretty dope yeah kind of like a swarm mechanic sort of mm, thing yes. but i guess in in ultimate it would basically just end up being like there are a certain number of reinforcements that might come in unless you take them out fast enough. Yeah. But yeah, anyways. I think the trigger for me was just like, the more damage they do to you, the more they Right, appear, right, yeah. Which leads to more like guardian aspects that could be helpful. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um. So we have our sort of like main themes uh, established here, mm-hmm. which is like the crystal somehow is the like progenitor of all of these weird mm-hmm. like half mechanical life forms. Um, they sort of have this base instinct to like devour any sort of organic material in order to reproduce. Yep. And then, um, organic, non-organic, they just devour everything, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like they're just consuming the world. They're hollowing out the earth. Gotcha. This is hollow earth theory, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they all look like lizards because they're, they're dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
Um, pushing my agenda. Don't worry about it. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice to come onto here and then just kind of like realize it's a conspiracy theory podcast. Yeah. Now the no, world no, we will just know. designed JRPGs. Yeah, we designed JRPGs and, uh, you know, tell the people the truth. And also, yeah, and the water is turning the frogs gay. Yeah, exactly. Specifically the water. <laughs> yeah. Haven't you seen the frogs? They're just hopping outside. True. And they're True. dancing along. They're singing yeah. the musicals. In, in a really gay way. Indeed. Yeah, so gay. Anyways. Um, Perfect. Okay. So what is the... So we have the world that they're playing in for the ice... Uh, Chaos Emerald. They have to find the Ice Chaos Emeralds, which I assume is a big boss fight. But sure. let's create some survival elements for Fabula Ultima okay. here. Okay. Um, in most JRPG or most TTRPG games, they give you like a big ass table of one D hundreds, and I don't like that personally. Yes, I think that's one way too random, and two a little bit like it. It, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like you're surviving. It feels like you're just playing against the dice, as opposed to like sure, sure, dealing with like rations and collecting things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which okay. isn't normally like a mechanical aspect of Fabula Ultima, but like, yeah, I think there's some there's a management. there's a little bit in terms of like when you do the overworld map exploration, you mm-hmm. know, there's like a system already where it's like instead of rolling from a huge table, you just kind of roll a d6, and mm-hmm. then based on what the result is, you might either do an encounter, you do no encounter, or I think there's like a kind of like special result if you mm-hmm. hit a one or something like that, yeah. something like that. Yeah, but I wanted to put it more in the player's hands. Like, you have choices here on, like, do you want to progress forward through dangerous aspects? Like, essentially, like, three flagpoles where, like, they can choose, like, do you want to progress? Do you want to go in the cave to seek shelter? And do you want to uh, deal with the creatures head-on kind of thing? So I think these could uh, essentially affect the next fight. So if you go in the cave, your characters are more healed up. They don't suffer from frostbite, maybe, which is a debuff that you have to deal with. Do you want to do a sort of, like... You just need to travel a certain, you know, quote unquote distance. Yes. And then every single choice you make will either take you further, but be more dangerous or take you a low, a, you know, less distance, but be safer or give yeah. you healing or something. I think that's exactly what yeah. I want to do or give okay. you a buff or um, help you avoid fights or something like that. Yeah, that works. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it would essentially just be like uh, the riskier route either like guarantees combat or... Um, you could probably do a small table just for like, okay, here's the risky route. And then if you take the risky route, you have a 50% chance or like a, you know, 40% chance of, um, I like that slay the spire model where they like, here's oh, like a map sure. thing where it's like, here's three routes, pick which one. Oh, and then you run into right, this okay. and you kind of reveal it. It's like, here's a campfire. Yeah. Yeah. Here's yeah, a yeah. random dead body that you collect loot from. Right. And then here's a giant boss fight that you're not ready for. Indeed. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, if you wanted to kind of write out all of the events and stuff mm. then you could totally just like make a slay the spire-esque That's like true. path for them what are some fun events that you think would be interesting to deal with here in, or from slay the spire or any like an you ice played? cave yeah um so it's so events well i mean i guess events in slay the spire if remind me how they work they're like you don't really know if they will be beneficial or not a lot of the times time. yeah yeah. I, I think there's certain ones which are guaranteed to be beneficial. Like, it's like a campfire, then it's like, okay, you're guaranteed to get some health back here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for, like, the question mark ones, it's yeah. kind of just like a... RNG motherfucker. Like, do you put your hand in the hole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, All right, we'll have that. You yeah. Put, let's put a hand in the <laughs> hole. Okay. Do you put your insert bodily part in the hole? Um. Yeah, okay. Here, let's run with this idea, and then let's try and, like connect it to the lore in some way to like build out what this place is a little bit right okay so like there there's a mysterious hole maybe there, it's like adorned with something so or or either that or it's like you know oh it's a hole but it's like you know some weird like mechanical it's a, it's like a, or something. yeah like you see like gray smoke uh okay. popping out of it so does that mean that so like this world is it like just a natural formation where there's like robots in it or do you think it's like remnants of some part of the old city that got you know collapsed underground Mm, yeah sure let's add in a little another layer let's just say there's like a remnants of an old city that's collapsed underground here. okay because so i I forgot i was gonna bring this up but like it is kind of neat if we take this from an angle of like this area thematically is basically the natural fantasy side of our current world, which we don't really play (laughs) into that much. And then it's kind of been like fused with the old technology Mm -hmm. theme that we have as well. Okay. So maybe it's something like the Emerald itself was either like fused or like corrupted by some kind of 
aspect of whatever that ancient race's technology did. Yeah, I think it was fused into some kind of like giant AI, like Armin Zola looking fucking computer kind of thing. Okay, yeah. So I guess it could be something like there was... Okay, so yeah, let's say that there's like the the old like, you know, main AI of that satellite mm-hmm. that fell, yep. which ended up becoming Metal City. That fell here and then it was able to kind of be like, okay, I need to, you know, reestablish myself and then use my just like base programming to uh, like yes. survive, right? The final the final boss is actually just humanity is the ultimate oh, monstrous creature. Yeah, the real monster was man. Yeah. <laughs> but it could be something like um I mean, this is like half joking, but like it sought the power of the ice crystal here as a way of like cooling itself to oh, in order okay. to like enable it, itself to run better or mm-hmm. whatever. So it could just kind of be this idea of like there is kind of an old, you know, like part of an old mothership here. So it's like okay. huge, like a cavern, right? Yeah. But then it was kind of just like taken over by the ice and then like, you know. Yeah, because it needs all in. that cooling to keep its yeah, to run it, right? Because yeah. it's like a computer, yeah. Yeah. So it's like it cooled itself so much that everything right. here died and also created a way to protect shield the metal creatures here from the metal city signal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, perfect. Okay. All right. So we have this exhaust here and it's green smoke. What is yep. inside when you reach inside? Um I think is this one of the, you could just do one of those things where it's like there is a benefit and like a negative outcome okay. and then you can just roll for it with luck. Okay. Um cuz then you can like, Oh, okay. Yeah, cuz we should definitely play into the sort of like, you know, oh, if you roll for it with a certain skill and you're good at that skill, then you can, you know, have a better chance of uh, getting sure. a positive outcome. Yeah, we'll say the positive outcome is that when you reach into the smoke, your hand is now warm and you're just imbued with soot. Oh. But the negative aspect is you get like secondhand smoke or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely thinking just like an item, but okay. yeah, okay. Uh, no, I kind of like the, the idea of it being an effect. Like, um, yeah, the smoke might make it easier to uh, like camouflage yourself or yeah, something. Yeah, you're, you're hidden from people's uh, heat vision, the heat vision of yeah, some of the creatures Yeah, so you have here. like less... You know, your encounter rate goes down or something. Or just your the character that reached in there has uh-huh. less aggro for some reason. Oh, yeah. They don't get targeted yeah, or something? Yeah, they don't, they yeah, don't okay. get targeted for like two turns. I think that's sure. fun. That's cute. Yeah, that works. Another thing, a fun event that I personally like in a lot of games is that you get like a pet in the beginning and then you have to carry them through and then they turn oh, into sure. something. So uh, like maybe you find like a small robo dog. Yeah. Or like a robo parrot. I don't know. What's a fun animal parrot would be no, a child. crazy it's... angle <laughs> a parrot okay so we got our little robo parrot it's like you got the egg first okay sure it's like a, a robotic egg it's like a yeah, little yeah, tamagotchi yeah, yeah. thing and the more oh, steps you get perfect in awakens <laughs> <laughs> it does poop though as an egg do you think this will be central to the storyline um no it's just purely for a buff okay great okay perfect. like it's 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 purely just to act as like a possible buff like yeah I'm, I'm sure the characters will fall in love with it and you can do something with it so but... you can make it sort of a guide right it, it might like spout some vague things about the area's history or what it was yeah it just because it's a parrot so it just re- regurgitates the same that's right, the right, right 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 yeah it just copies the same things that people have said but before if it, it was a baby so technically well, it's it like would've... a chow, so it's reborn again. Oh, okay. great chow lore pull. Yeah. <laughs> so you have one of the other events that we've added here is that you can pick up a small metal egg, which it generates kinetic energy as you walk, causing okay. it to awaken at some point after maybe like a one or two yep. boss fights or fights within the area. Perfect. And when it awakens, you get this little bird thing that exists, okay? And then you it gives you lore, and maybe also like enemy de- details, like, sure. like the weakness is this. Yep, Watch yep. out, Sonic. Po- Pokedex style. Yeah, Pokedex yeah. style. But you can also contribute to it, like like some of the items that you find. Oh, like things that would maybe help you, like keep you warm, protect you, right. rearm yourself, feed you. You can donate to the parrot. Okay, now I kind of like the angle that the parrot is just like the central progression system of this. Okay. Because it would be kind of dope. This is going back to just like every single arc is us building a boat. But basically, <laughs> but basically, it doesn't become a boat. But basically, like you find like modules and stuff off of you know like the encounters yeah. or yeah like or just events. You might find just like stuff in in an old chest or something. Yeah, and the modules can vary. Like if you take a module from like a very like vicious creature, right? You put on it, it gains more t- offensive attack power. Yeah, exactly. And can assist you that way. But if you rip off one from like an intelligence one or one with more empathy, and if you give it too much attack power, maybe it like turns wild on you. Oh, it has a chance of going berserk. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah, because it's like all you're feeding it is like wild tendencies, like wild offensive tendencies. Okay, so how do you feel about this? What if instead of saying that like. The primary encounters here are the um are the metal beasts. Instead, we have it just so that your only 
hint as to like what lives here is this little baby thing. Oh, okay. And then on your way to whatever like the core of the See area is, mm-hmm. you only fight like creatures that used to be native to this area and have kind of like evolved over time to adapt to the like ice environment. Okay. Are and they then, still metal or no? They are not metal. Okay, they're just creatures. And as you fight them, you kind of like let this little Tamagotchi thing grow. And then it eventually becomes like a full adult form of whatever the beasts are, like okay. the metal beasts are. And then like based on what you fed it, you have a chance of it going berserk and having to fight it. But then like once you see that, then you reach the core and you're like, oh, these things are kind of like everywhere in this area. Mm-hmm. They're they're just like this sort of rogue race of old AI. Okay, I like that. I like that. So it's like it depends on like how you essentially ch- raise your child. Right, right. And on like what you are trying to groom it into becoming, I guess. <laughs> yeah, groom <laughs> is a word for that. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> is sure. that not the right word? That's but I, I mean, I guess that's technically what you're doing, right? Yeah. If you're trying to optimize it. But yeah. I guess your party wouldn't know at the time. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be cool if you could like, you know, pick up like. It's uh, like a mag or something. <laughs> yeah 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 oh man pso great game yeah pso if you're listening to this at home just google fantasy star online yeah and then <laughs> play it I'll play blue burst yeah maybe yeah maybe maybe play it yeah maybe we'll, we'll plug it yeah. kind of kind of a big ask but you could just google it yeah it's free yeah yeah anyways <laughs> so yeah so um i'm thinking like the progression of this is you know you're, you're doing these random events you're you're choosing these encounters and then and it learns based off of what you do at these random events yeah through it all you might be picking up like you know so certain... you kill this wounded creature and harvest its essence it would be you crazy bioshock it yeah you have to like teach it empathy and yes. if you don't then honestly i think that's, I, a, pretty that's a cool angle yeah. yeah and then i guess like at the end of the day or you know at the end of the uh story it's kind of like the thing that interfaces with the crystal for you yes and i guess that is what would determine like what kind of fight you do at the end yeah like it's either a fight where you fight like this big bad human ai thing right um that's controlling the crystal or it gains sentience and it assists you in the fight if you want to or it could just take over and now it becomes the new house for the yeah, okay. ice diamond or ice chaos emerald right right and then it has this new figure and artificial intelligence that was willing to work with you to fight yes so like like the light crystal now you have another talking ghost spirit thing right 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 well i mean i assume they all probably talk right i guess so now, but they're yeah. also At just this like point, animals yeah some some just are quieter than others apparently is what we've come, come right to, yeah something come like to accept yep but yeah so yeah i i like the angle of teaching and empathy i yep. like the ample angle of bioshocking and like just extracting essence from creatures yep, yep. Um, just kind of like slowly giving it new functions over time, like something that allows it to talk, something that I'm I'm kind of thinking of like a lost planet angle where okay. like you have to give it or like you have to kind of preserve warmth mm-hmm. as you go. And then eventually you give it like, you know, a unit that allows it to generate heat. Or so that's like kind that. of the resource. It's like you have to like maybe in the beginning, it's like for your party, oh, the right. goal is to preserve warmth. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. So instead of like having to do like food and hunting for supplies, it's more right. of like you got to find these energy cells off these creatures. Oh, right. Fight. Or make it to like sites where you can camp or something like that. Yeah, or your, just like do the freaking Star Wars Empire Strike Back and like slice open a camel and ah, inside right, it. right. It's like, I thought they smelled worse on the outside. I remember so little of that movie. I'm it's, convinced I haven't even seen it. Really? It's, it's a great movie. I recommend it. Probably one Most of, people do. Although I, I personally do like Return of the Jedi the best. It has some of the best. Like, Is it the new one? No, no, no. It's the oh, sixth oh. movie from the Luke Skywalker series. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, it's great pilot air strike. We, we, if we could ever write a, a TTRBG about like just doing dogfights, love it. Okay. Yeah. Keep that in the pocket. Yeah. Have you ever for played, the last boss? Okay. Have you ever played Star Wars Rogue Leader? Sorry, this is off topic. Is it the newer one? No, it's the older the one. The old on the one. GameCube. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I remember... I haven't played that, but I have played a Star Wars game that was on the PC a really long time ago, and the only thing I remember about it is you're piloting the Millennium Falcon through, like, a really narrow corridor, and then if you don't kind of, like, position it right, you know, like... You just pop? Yeah, you just explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember just kind of, like, exploding over and over again, and that's my only memory of that game, so I must have just never gotten past that part. It's essentially the old-school version of Flappy Bird, but yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, not not related in any way. We're okay, done. Back cool. to the whole... <laughs> Uh, teaching empathy to your fucking robot great hallmark of this episode just tangents that don't come back to the episode at all sounds like that's probably an event that they'll run to just tangents that don't come back to anything maybe you have to play flappy bird to open a door okay well how far did that get that Uh, was hard that's true and also even if you're like oh yeah the minigame is flappy bird roll for it it's just like the same thing as just rolling for it right you can't, like, make... Oh, you mean you want them to actually, like, pick up a phone and play Flappy yeah, Bird? Yeah, play Flappy Bird. That's not possible because you can't download the game anymore. Really? Yeah. I, I'm sure there's, like, some 
bullshit remakes on like multiple iOS. I, and... I'm pretty sure it was iPhone only. No, th- it was this was a big deal because they delisted it, and then it was like, oh, Flappy Bird, like phones with Flappy Bird are gonna have That's such so huge stupid. value now, or something like that. It's not even that hard of a game to remake. True. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but anyways. Uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, like I mean, that could be a thing. They could have to play Flappy Bird with the Tamagotchi, sure. and if it crashes too many times, ah, it starts to hate you. That would be kind of funny. That yeah, like the Tamagotchi uh, UI is literally just Flappy Bird. Yeah, and it just doesn't just trust you at the end. Yeah. Yeah. There like, you go. At, like the more the more you crash it into stuff, the less it trusts oh, you. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Until Brutal. you just realize that, like, oh, you can fly better by yourself, and it just does it on its own, and that's the whole game. Oh wow. <laughs> kind of touching, I guess. Yeah. Or wait, is it? No, not really. Yeah. Yeah. Bad parenting or something? Right, just kind of like abandon those who raise you poorly (laughs) because you can just fly on your own. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, we got a few events here. What's another event? Like, we have like a lot of combat related stuff where they're ripping out stuff from them. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, I'm imagining stuff like you come upon old ruins and that's where you might find, you know, like, oh, an old logic board or an old Mm -hmm. module from, you know, like a computer thing. But But you you take out the logic board, it destroys these old ruins that could be, like, culturally significant. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean... Would you destroy the culture of someone's, like, ancient past just to gain power? Oh. Oh, yeah. No, Scythe Spire does have a lot of those weird, like, do you do this, like, weird fucked up thing to get power? And it's always like, yep. Yeah. For the run. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm playing a roguelike. Yeah, that is neat, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, and those are good opportunities to kind of, like, slide in little bits of lore about, like, oh, yeah, this is probably part of, you know, like, an old ancient race, and it must have been some kind of ship, because wanna, there's these things. Do you want a speedrun event? Okay, have you played, um, I forgot what the roguelike is, but it's about, like, you're a dead guy, and your head glows on fire. Ah, uh, Dead Cells. Dead Cells, there yeah. you go, yeah. Like, and the only way you can get to certain levels is if you, like, speedrun there. So it's you- It's weird, because, like... You can't really clue your players in about that kind of stuff, especially since it's the first run, right? Yeah. What if you just put a time limit? It's like, you have two seconds, you have two rounds to beat this thing, otherwise oh, something doesn't happen. right, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. Like, if you want to just kind of lean into the sort of, like, let's add roguelike stuff yeah. to a lot of the parts of this to mm-hmm. make it sort of, like, its own little roguelike theme thing. Yeah, and then if he be- if he- they do beat it within, like, two to three rounds for some reason, this enemy... Yeah. They get... It's usually just, like, you get extra items, right? Uh, well, this unlocks a whole different level in uh, Dead Oh, Cells. right, right, but, right. Uh, in this scenario, I think you could get extra items. Maybe you get a speed boost. Maybe the bird realizes doing things faster is important, so it gets, like, <laughs> extra action economy. Oh, right, yeah. The the objective is to make this bird as Sonic-like as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it learns to go faster. It's like, okay. Right, right. Perfect. And that can maybe, you know, unlock some other obstacle or something like that. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can use that to sort of role-play out of certain situations. Yeah, I'm just trying to think, what else do you do with Tamagotchis, and what can you teach them? Um, I mean, we can lean into the sort of, like, environmental hazards That's a bit. Like, maybe there's, like, gaps you have to cross. Fair. I think that that will leave to the DM who's running it to create, because I think there's, like, a lot yeah, of options, yeah. and they're pretty straightforward. It's like, there's some icicle caverns. Right, exactly. It's just, it's just going to be designing little things you roll for. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into the final fight, okay? The, the We'll say, in this scenario, your Tamagotchi parrot has decided to gain empathy, and he goes sure. real fast. Okay? Great. Perfect. Just like Sonic. Just like Sonic, okay? Empathetic and fast. And fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, now you have to fight this AI controlling the Chaos Emerald. Right. In the center. Okay, yeah. Okay. I think I like that angle. So obviously he has ice powers, so he has some like ice-themed abilities. Because he has the sure, sure, ice sure, Chaos yeah. Emerald lodged in Right, him. right, right. How does the parrot affect this fight? Um. So... I was thinking this is something that we pull a lot, so I don't know if it's like particularly interesting, but basically it's like the parrot is your only way of interfacing with the like new mechanical life forms that live here. Mm. So like if you teach it empathy, then maybe it also teaches some of the like other animals there to sort of like value life more instead of mm. just seeing it as like a way of feeding. Okay. So like you get some of the uh whatever dinosaurs or whatever they are there on your side. Okay. Um I don't know if you could really like make it so that you affect the boss. What if just thrown out there, uh-huh. you take the parrot and as an action, you can, sh- you can attack with the parrot into the boss. And okay. if you lodge it into its motherboard, yep. it starts imbuing it with empathy. Oh yeah. Okay. So you're trying to inject empathy directly. <laughs> right, into right. Right. This right. Right. Motherboard with the, yeah. Okay. Ice chaos emerald. I mean, we could even make it something like, um, 
Yeah, so so I guess it would be something like even if you defeat the like AI boss guy, um, the ultimate objective is just to free the the ice crystal, right? Yeah. The... So it would basically just be like you can either set up a clock, right, to uh, kind of like inject this empathy virus. Yes. And that, that would virus. that would solve the fight, <laughs> or you can just kind of like brute force it, and mm-hmm. then that would also solve the fight in the same way. Yeah, and it could have different uh, conclusions too, because if you empathy virus it, then you gain this AI that's sentient that's already bonded right, to the chaos okay, emerald. Yeah. But if you don't, then you just rip out the chaos emerald from this dead robot yes. corpse, which um, still effective, still useful to have in a thing. But right, like right. now, you don't have an AI that's already attuned to it, willing able to work with you. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I guess the I guess the guardian spirit because there was an original guardian spirit mm-hmm. in this scenario, right? Because like it was infected yeah. by AI or whatever. Yeah. So the AI has taught it wrong, and then you inject empathy into it to teach it good. Yep. But or you can just kill it and let it be reborn, and then teach it again as a child, ah, and perfect. then re- restart the grooming process. Okay, great, great. <laughs> okay, so it would super make sense that the guardian spirit is some kind of dinosaur. Mm. Right? Because that's why everything looks like that. If we're going with that angle still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like dinosaurs. What kind of dinosaur? What's your favorite dinosaur? Um, I... I'm trying to think about, like, if I was playing an RPG and then I saw a guardian spirit, like, what kind of dinosaur popping out would make me okay with it and not just be like, that's literally just a triceratops. Yeah. You know? <laughs> a pterodactyl? No. Pterodactyl would be interesting. Because it would also... Because then the parrot as well kind yeah. of has... A little more semblance. Yeah, because the parrot is the uh, evolved form of pterodactyl, right? Because right. pterodactyls become chickens. No, that's T-Rexes. T-Rexes become Ooh. chickens. Well, I think it's like all dinosaurs kind of have like really similar DNA to birds now. Yeah. And that's why, yeah. So it was kind of like every dinosaur was sort of a bird. Mm, so we can use any dinosaur. Right. And also the PT in pterodactyl parrot also starts and ends with P and T. Okay. So it makes sense, right? It's just like a very deep somehow. cut. Yeah. <laughs> For the for the players, they're like, oh, is that why it's written? You're like, yep, that's yep, why I'm the that's DM. That's why it's PT, baby. Woo. Okay, so pterodactyl pops out. Yep. Um, that is the original guardian spirit. So if you kill it, then it just turns into a baby pterodactyl. If you kill, baby... if you kill the AI guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you don't kill the AI guy, the AI guy just fuses with the pterodactyl and gains pterodactyl-looking. Oh, functions. right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, is it? I think you would probably have to let your party decide what kind of outcome they want. Because I don't know that people would necessarily like that. Like, it has to fuse, right? Well, it's kind of an interesting narrative You can decision. force the empathy on it. Like, that, that's the empathy route. Right, right, right. Like, you but just I mean, let them know, like, you, you empathize the shit out of it, they will fuse together. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. That's what empathy does. It just causes you to fuse with other people. I kind of like that there's an angle where it's like, oh, the AI is kind of sympathetic in a way. Yes. Because it's just also trying to survive. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it's kind of keeping this crystal hostage that we need and also it's probably not good for the crystal mm-hmm. so like how do we like should we save both sides should we let them combine mm-hmm. do we kill one or you know kill the yeah. ai to save the other i think I there's mean, some cool options there yeah because like all they're doing is trying to keep this like m- they're mainly trying to keep this mothership from overheating is what the right chaos exactly is for but at this point like you might also learn that like the mothership is pretty much non-functioning and they're just cranking out robots for just right, because right. and that's where most of its energy source is being used yeah. also hey robotnik's coming out and you're the only ai that's not linked to it so we might need you to oh assist. that would be a cool way to link it mm-hmm. yeah okay and you can help with metal city i'm sure we can come up with an idea of like what to do right right with right. it in metal city because if you're i think them being to empathize with the chaos emerald and the AI is like a big thing, especially feeling the clock, as opposed to just straight up fighting. Yes, it. yeah, definitely. So we'll give them like a big old boon by either helping them sneak into Metal City. Maybe they do the whole like uh, flying on the giant eagles into Mordor kind of thing, and they just get like dropped <laughs> yeah. off. Um, we could even do it like um, you can use it to kind of weaken the signal strength coming from Metal City, so like robots aren't able to like mobilize on the natural world as easily mm-hmm. something like that just you know like kind of sweeping narrative changes that man that i like that yeah because now you have this giant ice wall holding them back yeah something like that yeah they froze their hard drives right yeah 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 they do that um it's like signals can't pass through tinfoil yeah yeah, just yeah something yeah. like that yeah yeah. okay so ice is our tinfoil in this yep, world yep okay cool so i like that i think we've come up with like a fun little ice journey survival game 
right. for them to deal with in this scenario. Um, and we came up with a fun, cute little Tamagotchi thing. Yeah, there's some cool... Yeah, and then I think it's nice we were able to kind of build out what happened here in the past mm-hmm. and what exactly is going on with the emerald and stuff like that yeah do you think we need to add anything else to make this uh more fleshed out or do you feel like this is enough for like a dm to start building off of as like a skeleton i'm I'm pretty satisfied with the the fact that we were able to kind of like do some world building here mm-hmm. so yeah i'm i'm chilling like it, it kind of sounds like the system we have set up is pretty much just like cut and dry like you can make it survival and you can also spice it up if you want to add you know your own little like roguelike event elements Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day it's either like you're rolling survival checks or you're kind of relying on a sort of exhaustion system that's not really exhaustion it's just kind of like a debuff that you have to get rid of with warmth every now and then yeah and just thinking about it now like if you really want to turn into a roguelike you could theoretically and just give them like a guaranteed like escape like oh if you get Mm. knocked out in the snow you get like fucking like ballooned out like in metal gear solid phantom pain oh right right yeah fulton yeah you get fulton And then you pop out, but you keep all your experience and levels so you can go back in and do it again. Right, right, right. right so it's yeah. like kind of like, oh, yeah, here's your progression system. With what the if they, like, infinitely grind XP? Um, Fine. Then... I guess it, they just, it just works. Yeah, you just, you say, just like, have you, to level you, up. You just spend an event and just grinding XP, and then yeah. it's like, okay. No, what if they like keep dying, and then like they go get to the end, die, and then rerun it again for all the XP? Eventually, they're like, okay, the AI has completed running <laughs> the simulation on you. You but I guess freed. But, like, maybe it's just you are reborn, but every time you're reborn, you slowly become more and more robotic, and then it's just a bad end. Oh, okay. That's how you, you become prevent AI? people from... Yeah, yeah, that's how you prevent people oh, from... Oh, each time you XP. get Fulton out, like, a piece of technology yeah, yeah. is lashed on. Because it's you. like you're actually kind of dying and then being rebuilt. Mm, I like that. Great. Okay. So that's how you stop people from grinding XP in your Yeah, game. just roboticizing them. Everyone yep. turns into a guardian golem. Yep, indeed. All right, cool. Well, um, that's our show for today. I think we made something pretty fun and special for the holiday season for yep. all your family to enjoy around the uh, Christmas dinner Yeah, your table. family will surely enjoy this. <laughs> uh, thank you all again for listening to One Shot at a Time, a tabletop role-playing game You're podcast. Welcome. You're, thank you. Um, I, I mean, I have to take a lot of time out of my schedule to do this. So, I mean, you spend... To listen, so... Yeah, I mean, unless you listen at, like, four times speed. Maybe I'll do... Yeah, I'll, I'll start I, doing that. I'll I wonder if that. we sound... How we sound at four times speed, and if we're even Oh, maybe listenable. we sound a more Sonic-like, because yeah. we're speaking a lot faster. Because <laughs> we're much faster? Yeah. That's actually the correct way to listen to this podcast, right. is you have to listen it fast. Otherwise, it's just not worth it. You're oh, just man. Not... I have such a complex about how slow my voice sounds. Really? Yeah. Do you actually? No. <laughs> okay. I'm the No, but it's just like, oh, please listen to me on 4x speed because I sound so dumb when I'm at normal speed. <laughs> I sound much better when I'm pitched up at higher speeds as opposed to yeah, like exactly. normal, regular voice. Right. Anyways, uh, my name's Daniel, your forever game master. Not really. I'm Daniel Lee, your also not really guy here. Yes, I'm a guy. Yeah, we probably have some announcements for future cons we'll show up at making okay. one shots. But for now, um, no, we don't. Uh, <laughs> Great. Uh, happy holidays or whatever yeah you'll see me at neighborhood comedy theater again i'll be there doing okay. improv once again uh daniel lee where will they see you um i've been getting back into blue protocol so blue protocol so yeah you'll see me on that okay except i'm not playing blue protocol actually bamco if you're listening oh yeah yeah you're not allowed to because yeah. they've had that whole account yeah i was thing. already banned once so obviously i wouldn't be able to play again Clearly. that would be crazy why would you do that of yeah. course um you can give us a like comment subscribe on any podcast platform that allows you to do that like sure. spotify apple not okay. google because we're still not on there for some weird reason interesting interesting don't worry about Probably it don't meet their standards or whatever <laughs> something like that too yeah. sonic adjacent for google standards <laughs> no sonic on google yep uh and then you can email us at one shot at timecast and eat gmail.com i'll update that eventually probably but till then i think it's a, it's a bit now that we just are never gonna do it yeah we're never gonna do anything apparently um yeah cool hit us up say okay. hi all right see y'all next time yeah bye bye